Discord is an application that is used by many people for usually playing video games, but it also has other uses. It can be used for simply communicating amongst friends. It's an application that it's free to use. You can get it on Android. I believe you can get it on iOS as well. You can have it on browser without the necessity to install anything. And you can also have it on Windows. It's pretty useful, to be honest. So, based on that, it's obvious that a lot of people use it. So, due to the fact that a lot of people use this application, obviously there's going to be people interested in exploiting the application with all the data that this application gathers from all its users. Now, for a little bit of context as to how Discord came to be, it was essentially the response of the team of people that well developed the program to TeamSpeak, which was the most qualified application at the time to be used as an alternative to VoIP in video games and whatnot. So, for example, if you're playing a video game as a team uh, with a bunch of people, as a group, or something of sorts, TeamSpeak was the answer because it essentially had servers. Now, the negative part of TeamSpeak compared to other applications and whatnot was despite the fact that it had a huge amount of quality, it was essentially an application that you had to buy the server for it, and then you would have a server available for using with other people. Discord gives this essentially, well, it's not really for free. Nothing's for free nowadays. I mean, you still have to pay for internet connection. But you see what I'm saying. Basically, you can use Discord, you can create your own servers, and you can do all this kind of stuff. And it's pretty cool because there's a lot of possibilities with Discord. Also, recently, they kind of allowed you to Nitro Boost, which is like a premium service that they have available for you to purchase or for you to subscribe to, which is like a monthly subscription. I think you can do annual payments as well. But it's basically like, you have a few perks and stuff, and you can use this Nitro Boost to like boost servers that you like and essentially give perks to those servers as well. Well, essentially unlocking quality, like most you can use right now as a free application is 96 kbps, and basically you can essentially use, if you use Nitro for it and if you upgrade it, you can basically unlock up to like 320 and whatnot and just like crazy amounts of quality, which is honestly not really that usable. <laughs> Anything beyond 320 kbps is kind of like crazy. But anyways, it's for audio and I don't know, maybe it's actually cool. I don't know, I probably will never have that opportunity in my life. Anyways, now to what really truly matters and the whole reason why I'm actually recording this is on the news, there is something about this application. Now, someone who uses this application, being me, I thought, well, let's talk a little bit about this and let's put our opinion on this and let's, well, try to be informative with this. So it's essentially breaking news. And also because this is an application used by a lot of predators to groom kids. There's a very particular aspect about Discord that maybe you don't really know of, right? Which essentially is the communication from Discord. It's kind of childish. It's very like, I really couldn't find an example. And I don't know if in the article there's going to be an example or not, but 
it's always like it's very i mean very it's not professional okay it's not like that professional type of communication you know if you if you if you contact support you're like howdy doodly partner here's to you uh we're gonna be looking at these bajonka doctors with uh we're gonna be trying to fix your problematic sozens and this is kind of like it's kind of stupid really like a lot of people have complained multiple times about this like what the hell are you doing discord I mean, I get it, you're trying to be pleasing to the kids and whatnot so that the kids use your application and get nitro and all, all kinds of things, but come on, dude, really? I mean, at least be a little bit professional when communicating, you know, for support and whatnot, you know? So, given these particular, uh, particular aspects that I just mentioned, there's a lot of kids using the, the, the platform, and, you know, especially due to the fact that the platform is free to use, <laughs> that means, you know, anyone that has an Android phone, which is pretty much like, what, uh, 89% or 90% of the population of, well, places that are not, I would assume, third world countries. I don't know. This, listen, this has nothing to do with the episode, okay? I don't, I don't really pay attention to these statistics either, okay? So let's just move on, all right? Let's just move on before things become either racist or stereotypical or whatever. Okay, just the point is, okay, the point I'm trying to make here and I'm trying to convey here is that this platform is used by a bunch of kids. Okay, it's a free platform. It's incredibly, ridiculously, you know, enticing to kids and they use this a lot. And as you know, these mostly are gamers nowadays. They love video games uh, because they pretty much were, well, they grew up in this, this era of video games. So anyways, let's read the article and let's talk about this, okay? So it says here, uh, the article is from tomsguy.com. It says on the title, Discord Spidey Bot Malware is Stealing Usernames and Passwords. Okay? Then it says antivirus software is your best bet at beating the malware. I would, I would kind of say that the best bet at beating the, well... Yeah, beating the malware kind of means you've, you've already been infected. But essentially, here's the deal. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll talk about this later. Okay? I'll talk about this later on. Let's keep on going. Alright? So, hey gamers and all right trolls. A new Discord piece of malware is coming to get you. I assume this is a quote from them themselves. So, if this is a quote from them themselves... You see what I was talking about. Uh, okay. Called SpottyBot by its discoverers, the Windows malware injects itself into Discord's code and steals your username, email address, IP address, phone number, and Discord user token. The malware also copies the first 50 characters of your Windows clipboard, which might contain your password if you've copied and pasted it recently, and creates a backdoor so that mal more malware can be installed. Macs don't seem to be affected. Well, that's... That's a... <laughs> that's something that I've never really understood. How do... How Macs are so good against viruses and things like that? Probably because they can't really bypass the... You know, because Windows is pretty much available to any kind of machine, while Macs are kind of, like, exclusive to Apple computers and whatnot. Anyways, let's continue. If you're not familiar with Discord, it's chat software 
often used by PC gamers that also <laughs> that has also been picked up lately by people you've, who've been kicked off Reddit and Twitter for particularly unsavory comments. Okay, this is obviously, you know, them just joking around. Uh, but again, like I said, it's, it's mainly for, you know, people who play video games. But it, it, it's also goes be, it also goes beyond people who play video games. Trust me. I know a lot of people who don't necessarily play video games all the time or use Discord for gaming and they still have it. It's a free application. Come on. It's not just going to be gamers using applications that are free. You know? Anyways, uh, it's not totally clear yet how the Discord malware gets on your machine. Malware researcher, I'm not going to butcher that name, suspects it's being passed around in Discord chats as cheats for Roblox and other games. So here's where I'm going to be stopping and I'm going to be talking about this as I was going to be talking as I read the title. Or as I read what they said about, like, uh, antivirus software is probably your best bet of beating this. Beating, perhaps, but you don't need to be infected with this, okay? Unless you completely open your computer, it's just like anything to be completely freely allowed without you having to accept it and whatnot, then there's nothing going in there. Unless a really good hacker can bypass all the securities and all kinds of things, okay? But, uh, again, like they say, it's being passed around in Discord chat, so it's not like a thing that the application is installed and immediately it has the virus, uh, unless you're downloading it from some other unreliable source, which would be really stupid to do. Don't download things that are free from unreliable sources. If they're free, you're going to have a page, a website, something where you can believe in and have a reliable source for you to download whatever it is that is you have to download. So anyways, uh, as you can see here as well, it's cheats for Roblox into the games. Uh, Roblox being one of the most popular games amongst kids. So this is essentially infecting kids. I've been a kid myself. I used to be stupid as well. I used to think cheats were at some point kind of cool and stuff. Uh, back in the GTA days when you had the, um, the, <laughs> the Bible, the Bible for cheating and whatnot. It had a bunch of codes and things like that. But these, these, these were also revealed by the companies themselves. So they were kind of like, I'm not, I'm not saying they were uh, encouraged to be used, but it was kind of like after you completed the game, you have this little book here with a bunch of codes for cheating, which are essentially going to give you some perks that are not necessarily the most common things in any other games. And it's just for having some fun, just doing just, just some brainless, stupid fun, which sometimes is pretty fun as well. Anyways, continue with the article. My point just being, okay. Don't be stupid and don't download things. You don't rely on the sources, okay? Just don't do it. Kermas told Bleeping Computer two file names he'd seen were BlueFaceRewardClaimer.exe and SynapseX.exe. I don't even know what the hell this means. Unfortunately, you won't be able to tell if your Discord application is infected. Update. Apparently, the news article has an update. It turns out you can see the end of the story. Okay, that was kind of... I should have read that before I commented it on, but whatever. Even if you do, you have to delete the Discord software and reinstall it to make sure you're clean. 
all you can do is make sure you're running the best antivirus software, which should block the malware. That's kind of a, I mean, <laughs> you know, just don't click it, just don't download it. Discord itself doesn't seem to be too helpful in responding to user concerns. That is something, you know, that's one of the main issues of usually free applications and whatnot, which technically Discord is not necessarily free because it has the Nitro services and the Turbo service or whatever the hell it's called, but it has premium services, so technically it's not a free application anymore. I mean, back when I started using it the first time in 2015, yes, it was a free application completely, but now it's, it, it has premium services. So, I mean, you should be starting to put some effort into your, your things. Anyways, it says here, so someone tweeted at them, uh, essentially trying to say, hey, uh, yeah, your thing is infected. Um, and they replied, unfortunately, there's not much any app can do to prevent something like this. However, you should always be cautious about clicking strange links and even more suspicious of downloading a known software from unverified sources. Doing so could lead, lead to things like these. Exactly. I mean, yeah, they should try to do something about it. I'm sure they're doing something about it. I mean, I'm not the hugest, biggest fan of Discord myself, as I just mentioned before. I think they should kind of change their way. And I'm kind of like surprised on, on Twitter. They're not like, hotly doodly, fella. Yeah, we're working on trying to fix this boo boo on our systematics dog dude dog whatever i don't even I, I don't i cannot speak humor um but yeah i'm kind of surprised they're kind of like going for a professional approach with this <laughs> but yeah essentially it's kind of one of those things like you got to pay attention to whatever you're doing on the internet dude it's like it's like driving you know when you're driving you have to pay attention to the road, of course, but you have to pay more attention to the people that are driving against you or behind you or in front of you than you have to pay attention to your own driving. So technically, being a good driver is paying more attention to other people so that you can dodge them and, and like prevent you know yourself from being in an accident. Anyways, continuing here with the Twitter stuff, someone else said, might want to fix the code so we... um. Don't lose our thing. What should we do to protect ourselves? And they reply, Hi there, and sorry for the scare. This isn't actually an issue with the code, but it is on the user end. Yeah, so essentially they're infecting, like, the computers of people. Again, it's user end because people who download this shit are being infected. I mean, you're kind of stupid for downloading it. So don't be stupid. To protect yourself from this, don't click on untrusted links and do not download and run programs from sources you do not know or trust. Could be a little bit more helpful there, bud. Maybe advise people to use CC Clean or something like that. Uh, anyways, hey guys, just hey guys, just isn't read an article. You gotta work on your writing there, bud. Can you either confirm or deny this is in it? And they reply, sorry for the confusion there, this isn't a vulnerability, this is done by installing another uh, program that modded on, okay, so it's just uh, yada yada yada. Anyways, continuing with the article, we're done now with the Twitter stuff. But sadly, Discord is right. Yeah, they are. There's not that much the software maker can do from its end at the moment, except maybe to tell people to access Discord on their phone or gaming console instead of a PC or Mac. 
Discord's Windows and Mac client is built on Electron, a, an open source framework that creates applications out of the Chromium web browser engine and JavaScript. Like the desktop clients of other Electron built apps such as Slack, Signal, and Skype, the Discord desktop application is really just a big web browser and it's going to run whatever JavaScript you feed it. A couple of the Twitter complainers with whom Discord corresponded pointed out that Discord might want to encrypt certain parts of its JavaScript library. That might be a long-term solution, but it's not going to help anyone right now. Okay, so then the update from previously that we read that we shouldn't have read, it says Bleeping Computer updated its own article on Spideybot with a method by which Discord users can check to see if their Discord desktop installations have been infected. And it says Spideybot targets only two files in the Discord application folder. I'm not going to read all of that. And I'm also not going to read all of that. So you have to check out the Discord Spideybot malware is stealing usernames and passwords on tomsguide.com or bleeping computer. Open each of these files in Notepad. Each should have only a single line of code. Is If either has more than one line, your Discord build is compromised and should be uninstalled. Bleeping Computer also proposed that Discord perform a file integrity check every time the application is launched to prevent against further compromise. The feature doesn't seem to exist in the application right now, but it wouldn't be hard to add in a future software update. And that does it for the article about the Spidey bot on Discord. Again, folks, this is something that has been mentioned multiple times over and over and over again with emails, with, with whatever. Just, and I know that it's easier said than done, you know, if you're a video game enthusiast and you're stuck somewhere, or if you just, if you're not a very trustworthy decent individual and you just want to make the most money out of that game because you just prefer the easy way out other than just spending time and actually putting effort into something you just want to click a little button and essentially got a bunch of money and stuff that was a bunch of gta 5 online players back when the game was not well essentially being run by 5m uh, with the roleplay and whatnot, which is, it's not, it's, it's still not being run by 5M. It's, 5M is just a little modification that allows for dedicated so, uh, servers. But again, I'm not really going to push this too far more than this. It's been 23 minutes already. But guys, please be safe on the internet. Okay. Emails that are weird, don't click them, don't open them up. Okay. Uh, unless you know what you're doing in, in that case, you can probably open it up and check it out. You're probably going to have fun with it as well. <laughs> Let's face the facts. Sometimes spammers are pretty funny. And yeah, just when you're using Discord, just unless they are actually your friends. Like, dude, even with people that I find trustworthy, I use Brave, the browser Brave, and sometimes I even use the capability of private window with, with Tor that uh, Brave comes in with. <laughs> so that I just check it out. Because I just, you know, even with trustworthy people, you never know, man. You never know. So there you go. Just don't be stupid. Don't click 
dumb things. You know, for a little story before we end this episode, for a little story, okay? Actually, as a matter of fact, I got the virus not too long ago, a few years, but not too long ago. And there was this game called The Escapist, I think. It was basically like a 2D game you saw from up top. And basically it was like you had a prison and you had to allow the prisoners to escape prison uh, by doing RPG type deal of gameplay. And I had no money to buy the game. And I found the game really interesting to play. And I thought, well, let's look for it. And I believe I went over to Yiffy. Or no, wait, not Yiffy. Yiffy was for movies. I went over for Skid Row. Skid Row had a little blog. And I had downloaded like two or three games from Skid Row at the time. But they were torrents uh, from actually reliable sources, believe it or not. As a matter of fact, like a, a good amount of years ago now, Things used to be available all over the place without all this, you know, uh, hassle to get a torrent or something. Torrents were all over the place. Pirate Bay was all over the place. I remember records and records, like thousands of records available via Blogspot pages and all kinds of things, which was fantastic. It was great. So I downloaded that and I installed it, or so I thought, and then my computer got a virus. And it was just messing all over the place. It was just crazy things happening all over the place. And I was just like, what the hell is happening, dude? And then I realized, yeah, I just tried to install the Escapist via a very doubtable blog. And I got a virus. You know what I had to do then? I had to format my computer so that I could deal with the freaking virus. So... I was dumb because I had this urge to play a specific video game that I could not afford at the time. Man, sometimes you want cars and you can't afford them, but you don't go off stealing the car. Sometimes you want a cell phone that you cannot afford and you don't go off robbing a phone store. And if you do, you're probably going to end up in jail. So the risk of stealing software and stealing, you know, cheats and kinds of things and cheating in video games, the risk and, well, the biggest consequence is laid right there for you. It's viruses and malware and things like that that will get your data and your information and essentially they'll fuck you up. Sorry, pardon my French. Try to keep this episode clean, but sometimes you gotta say things the way they are. So, there you go. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Hope this was informative and helped anyone. Keep using Discord. It's a good application. But listen, people are always going to be a piece of shit. And I honestly think that they should change the way they communicate with their users because it's a little cringy. But despite that, I think it's still a good application. It's free to use. It's very intuitive. And I mean, there's my Discord, which you can join via HTTP, uh, the things. And then discord.grindersverdict.com. Okay, so join us. Uh, we do live broadcasts over there and we do gaming stuff as well and all kinds of things. All right. So, hey, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye bye. <laughs>